everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Back Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon. It'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. All right, guys, I told you I would do another episode about my water quest. I just finished up that last one called Banished a couple minutes ago, and I I hinted towards this quest that I've been on. Yeah, I'll call it a quest or endeavor, a journey, whatever you want to call it. But I've recently, and I, I have to preface this episode by saying I'm no water expert, like by any means. There's tons of people out there who are just like on it with the water game. They're, they're actually obsessed with it. I see why. Because it's a big deal, you know, your, your water consumption is a huge deal. Uh, so terminology aside, I don't understand the terminology when it comes to like, uh, you know, water being really structured, what it means, these micronutrients and minerals within water. It's like, I have a general understanding of it, but the whole point of this episode is I want to bring you guys the... Sometimes you just have to introduce an idea to people to let them follow it on their own. That's kind of what happened to me with my water. But I've read this book called Estro Generation. It's actually a fantastic audiobook or book, whatever you want to read it on. The author gets kind of in the weeds with like this really cringy relationship stuff to try to like make them more relatable. When actuality, I was like just looking for the meat and potatoes of uh, his content. And he talks about how our water systems, our natural water, is actually infused with hormones, uh, chemical runoff, and stuff like that. Basically, the filtration system, though they are insane, and though I'm incredibly thankful to have the water that I have, because most countries don't have, even have as close to as clean water as the ones we're complaining about. But nonetheless, it's still a problem that needs to be addressed, and there are certain things within our water that is shocking to me. I call it birth control water. So this is one thing that I am kind of familiar with, but within your water, more likely than not, if you live on any like grid system, if you live within any city or like relatively big town, chances are that your water is recycled. And what happens when your water is recycled is that it is has a hormone in it called EE2. So EE2, I'll bring this up right now so I can read it off to you guys. EE2 in drinking water. I'll never forget this when I first heard this, by the way. Okay, so EE2 is, let me just read this off to you guys. When treated wastewater is released into the environment, EE2 can enter surface water sources that may be used for drinking water. It's not, it not may be used. It is, it's not, the way they're wording this is kind of wrong. I probably shouldn't have read this one. But basically what happens is that it's a synthetic estrogenic. Estrogen. Okay. And what that what means is that there is so much estrogen within birth control that women are actually peeing out. Like so many women are on birth control now that they're peeing it out into the, you know, the toilet in their urine. It's filtered out. But you can't completely filter out the hormone EE2. You can't. It's a, it's a contraceptive and in combination with another hormone, progesterone. But nonetheless, it's detectable 
within your tap water. So what you're drinking is the same hormone that women are taking for birth control. Now, this is both bad for men and women. Obviously, as a man, it affects your testosterone production, but as a woman, it, it puts more estrogenics into your body that you're already getting tons of estrogenics from in the first place, from your food, from pesticides, from parabens within your shampoos and stuff like that. Um, shocking. This book was absolutely shocking to me, but I realized that I needed to find a way to get off of my water source. So I began uh, being obsessed with the idea of drinking spring water. Now, I noticed right off the bat that some of you guys are like taking this to uh, the next level. You know, you see something on Instagram that I do and you think it's cool and you're like, I'll go drink natural water from that still pond with mosquitoes all over. It's like, no, you need to, <laughs> that's not how that works. Guys, research where you're, research the healthiest water that you can possibly get. Um, you know, from deep within the earth that comes up in little seeps. Maybe you have very natural pure springs. Get your water tested um, if you're slightly unsure and you could run it through the filter once or twice, okay? But don't just like go to a random lake, like your local lake, your local pond and start drinking out of it. Don't do that, guys, please, for the love of God. But anyways, I became obsessed with my water and I began looking for water sources. I live in the mountains. I'm fucking 6,800, 6, 7,000 feet on a mountain top, right? Literally right now. Uh, and I was like, there's got to be some source of springs. Yeah, it's relatively dry. It really doesn't rain too much up here. We, it hasn't rained one time in the summer here yet. It's very, very dry. And I'm like, but there's got to be something up here. So I went, I had breakfast with my good friend, Chad Keel. You guys should check him out. He's a na survivalist, nature survivalist, black belt in jiu-jitsu, like fucking solid dude and he hinted towards there being a water spring up the mountain about 16 miles up the mountain uh, up this highway and i was like holy shit no way and i was like can you tell me where it is and he's like ah it's kind of hard to pinpoint but i'll i'll take you there this weekend i'm like all right cool but then right after we had breakfast it was like i don't know wednesday or something i was like i gotta find i can't wait i don't want to wait i want to get off of this water so i want to stop drinking birth control water i bitch tit water and I drove up the side of this mountain for like 16 miles, like deep, deep in the mountains. Same mountains where only a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, there was a, uh, a couple that drove themselves off the mountainside, of 18-year-old couple that drove themselves off the mountainside and killed themselves. Like that's how narrow this road is. Two weeks ago, Chad was the one who actually found them, by the way, with a drone of all things. He found them with, he found the wrecked car with the drone <clears throat> six days after they went missing. Anyways, I'm on that same road. <clears throat> Excuse me. I go way up that road and I uh, looked, I'm like 16 miles in, 27 minutes to be exact, because I know where it is now. And I look to the left, I'm looking for like wet spots within the mountainside, uh, mud, and maybe like a seep. I find one, I'm like, yes. Pull my car around, I have all my jugs with me and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, it's perfect. But it, I couldn't tap it right. I tasted the water. It looked relatively pure. It was freezing cold water, freezing cold. It was like coming out of the tiniest hole out of this mountain. You guys should check it out. On, well, I was going to say you check it out on my Instagram, but it doesn't exist anymore. And I was like, cool. I need a way to tap into this with a pipe. And I was like, I can't use plastic because the whole point of me wanting to get off the water system is to avoid the microplastics that are not only in the water, but also in my in the bottling systems. The bottling system has a um, estrogenic 
like plastics, microplastics are estrogenic. They have BPAs within them, which is like parabens. Uh, uh, it's not good for your testosterone. Check it out. Look for, if you're going to drink out of plastic, drink out of plastics that say BPA free, even though like I fucking would avoid drinking out of plastics in general. I would drink out of like glass or copper if you can, or like stainless steel. But that's just me. So I was like, I don't want to use PVC pipe. I don't want to use like brass because if you look on the brass pipe, it says Prop 66 in California, which is they are legally inclined now, surprisingly, to tell you that this product causes, uh, what was it, like infertility, messes with your fertility, something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to fucking use that because that's a whole thing I'm avoiding. And I'm starting to learn about the fertility of estro uh, fertility epidemic, which is also shocking. And it's real that all these in the water systems, it's so tainted now with chemicals and hormones and all these microplastics and these pesticide infused foods are actually causing us to have a massive fertility epidemic right now. You know, your parents, they probably use a one shot wonder, right? Your dad just nutted in your mom and you were, you're born up fucking nine months later. Like, no, you didn't have to go to a OBGYN or whatever they call those birth, birth doctors or anything like that to help you get pregnant. You didn't have to go on any steroids, anything like that. But people are trying to get pregnant for six, seven, eight months now. It's shocking. And it's part of the, part of the reason is because of our water, all the estrogenics within our water. Now it's fucking with your hormones, fucking with your estrogen. Um, so I, I'm like, okay, I can't use plastic. I'll use copper. So my ass goes to the hardware store and I buy a two foot copper rod, three quarters in diameter for $20, $20. Cause copper, the, the prices of copper skyrocket. I'm like, fuck it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I don't, I'm not going to use this PVC pipe, which has all this oil in it. I'll use this solid copper pipe. Yeah, guess what happens? I tap into it. Purest water I've ever tasted in my life. Like, you could taste. That's the thing about spring water is that you could actually taste the difference in this water. And the copper pipe helps distill it. It uh, keeps bacteria out and stuff like that. So I tap into it. Bing, 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 bing. Hammer into this uh, thing. I let it run for like 20 minutes because there's sediment that I loosened up a little bit. And I'm like, great, fantastic. I fill up two gallons. I go back home. I drink both the gallons in like a couple days. No problems at all. I don't even feel like I need to filter it. I could get a test, but I was like, nah, this is like, if you saw it, guys, you would know that it's pure. And it's like, yeah, people were warning me that it, that it could have come from a source, you know, like a mine shaft or something. I was like, I, I don't think so. Like I'm way too high up here. I looked, I didn't see any mine shafts in the area. I'm researching nothing. Like this is a pure source. Go back the next day, right? Or like a couple days later. Piper, uh, copper pipe, gone. Somebody stole it, some crackhead or whatever. Somebody that knows the value of copper. I didn't think it would happen because I was so far in the mountain, guys. I was like 20 miles into this mountain range on this like really obscure road. But yeah, somebody saw me, I guess, uh, putting this pipe in, stole it. And not only when they stole it, uh, they took it out. I had it set with wood and I had it set with rocks. So the it collapsed when they pulled out the copper pipe. So it fucked up my my tap. And it and it caused still water to fill up over a couple of days. And of course, bugs just went into it, laid their eggs in there, you know, it was like mosquitoes and shit. So ruined my water source. 
But then there's this spring, which I'm not going to say the name of on here because I don't want a bunch of tourists going into it. If you want the name of the spring and if you're in Southern California, fucking message me. I'll give it to you. Um, but there's a spring that I researched a couple weeks earlier and I looked into again and I found out it was only 200 meters down the road. So here I am, my ghetto ass on tapping a pipe on the side of a highway to this uh, spring that I found. And I found out there's like this legit spring only a couple hundred meters up the road. And I found the GPS coordinates and I found out that I, it was a little hike up this mountain. Turned out to be way bigger than I thought. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm that, that close to it. I, I'm accidentally this close. So what I actually found was this massive water system that from the top of this spring came down the side of the mountain and I was tapping into the bottom of it. Whereas it was more of it up the mountain and I didn't even know it. But on the internet, people are like uh, all about springs, right? You can find, there's actually a website called like findaspring.com or something where people have actually taken pictures of the springs. I think it's an app too. It's a very good app website. Findaspring.com, I believe. And uh, I was like, okay, somebody said that it was a couple hundred meters up this steep mountainside. I was like, all right, well, I have an option. You know, I still have these jugs with me that are, by the way, this is my second time going up this mountain. I filled up to two gallons, I had a bunch of sediment and I was like, I'll just filter it out. I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. You know, I tapped it even further. And, um, but I was like, there's sediment here. There's like shiny stuff. I don't want to deal with it. I felt, I distrusted that water source now because like I fucked it up. And, um, I was like, I need something more pure. So I was like, I'm going to try going up to this spring. I don't know where it is. My GPS is all messed up. I don't have any service really. So I, what I do is I climb this mountain, which is this very, very, very narrow trail. I climb it. It's like a spiritual journey at this point because it's so steep. I'm so tired already. I've already been up in the mountains for like hours. I'm sunburnt. I don't have my jugs with me because I just want to find it first because I don't want to bring glass jugs up this mountain with me and it's like not even there. So I go up the mountain and to my surprise, I go on this trail called PCT, Pacific Crest Trail. It's some of you guys, Tanner, if you're listening to this, Tanner hiked the PCT. I know he's one of them. There's a few of them where it like spans from, what is it, like Canada to Mexico? It's thousands of miles long. I mean, if you want, you're on this trail for months at a time. And I climb this mountain and I'm on the PCT. I'm on 15 minutes. I'm gassed at the top of it. Beautiful view, by the way. Wind blowing, fresh air, just the most beautiful view ever. And I look and I'm like, there's a fork in the road. Shit, I don't know which one to go. Do I go left? Do I go right? Left being up, right being down. I was like, I'll go left. I go left. It's the wrong, wrong answer. I finally get signal. I get 5G, surprisingly. And I realize, ah, fuck, I should have gone right. Come all the way back down the fucking mountain. Then I go right. And I find a sign that says the spring name. And I'm like, oh my God, no way. Holy shit, it's actually here. It, it exists. And um, I go down and I, I'm starting to see, I'm, I'm starting to smell the uh, freshness of the vegetation. And I look and I just see abundance abundance in all, every plant that you can imagine tall short bushes herbs um trees like thick fat huge trees like i didn't even know i it looked like redwood trees and i was like oh this has to be it and i go down and as i'm climbing down this trail i see a naked man at the bottom of it. he's just in his underwear and i'm like oh i don't give a shit if he's here showering i want this water and it's a japanese man and i knew it was japanese because i could tell by his eyes I can identify Asians now. 
and I, I, I just said that like it was a talent. I can uh, identify Asians just by looking at their eyes. But I can tell he was Japanese. One, because of his eyes and that he was alone, solitude. Chinese, I noticed that when they're walking around, they're in massive groups, like 30 of them. But uh, Japanese males are more about solitude, I believe. And they're, uh, they're alone a lot. And uh, I talked to him. And I was like, oh, I finally found this spring. And he just points out he barely spoke a word of English. And all he says is, mineral water, mineral water here, mineral water. And he just kept saying mineral water. He's like, so up here, so up here. And he goes, I come up here and I feel a bottle. And he shows me like this Mountain Dew bottle full of like, I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I wouldn't put it in that plastic, buddy, but you got the right. I mean, I'm sure this guy's wise beyond my ears, of course. He seemed like an old. I almost like in hindsight, I almost wish I would have sat there and talked to him, but I was like so excited to finally find this water. And he was already getting ready. I feel like I was disturbing him. I probably was. But uh, he was like, mineral water, so up here, so fresh. It was literally like, like that. And I was like, oh, finally found it. And he gets he gets his clothes on. He leaves, and I just start filling up this one bottle. I had one glass bottle with me. And I taste it, guys, it was the most, it was like shocking how good this water is. Just the purity, I could taste the electricity within it, the minerals. I mean, I held this bottle up and I looked at it, it was glass. And I looked through it, not a single piece of sediment, not a single piece of organic material, no bugs, no nothing like that. And people on the website were saying, this is the best water, best water you can get in Southern California. And I have a choice that I have to make at this one. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't wanna just, I gotta get more of this water. I gotta get more of this. So my ass goes all the way back down the mountain, all the way back down, back to my car, which is like a mile down this mountain, which is a mile back up. And I have two jugs in my hands. And I was like, I have to, I have to figure out how to carry this back up this mountain. And there's no handle. There's like a little hole for your fingers. And I was like, there's no way this is going to work once I get weight in it. Plus. I was like, I need to figure out a way. I look in the back of my car. I have wood in there, like my oak from my cutting boards. And I have a freaking tape. So I take the tape and I spin it a bunch of times and I wrap it and I make rope out of it. Then I tie it through the finger holes of the two jugs and I wrap it around the stick and I use it as like a squat bar kind of. You know, I put it on my back. I put it on my trap muscles and I let the j jugs hang in front of me. So that way it relieves just a little bit of weight about probably 30%, not much. And I climb my ass all the way back up the mountain. I'm playing Hell Gaven by Wardruna, which is like a very spiritual song for me. And it, like I said, it became more of a spiritual journey. And I had this epiphany as I was climbing up this mountain that our ancestors up until like only a hundred years ago, maybe a couple hundred years ago, I don't know. Never equated piping. This is like, this is how they collected water. And it became more of like a... A, a, a spiritual journey but like an appreciation for gathering my own water and a, and a feat of strength a test if you will like I had to climb back up this mountain my legs were gassed by the way I had jiu-jitsu after this in a couple hours and I've already been running around the mountains for a couple hours sunburned tired dehydrated I all I had for breakfast five hours ago was a smoothie and uh shaky exhausted and I realized like this is what it's about this is the journey that man used to take to his his water. No wonder why these springs and these wells were sacred. They used to worship them, worship them like gods. 
and, and pray to them and thank them. And as I was going up this hill, I just had this epiphany, like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like, I'm like, my, my body's feeling great. My endocrine system is firing up because I'm working out my legs and, you know, leg workouts are great for testosterone production, clearing out my lymphatic system, just purifying, purging my body as I'm climbing this hill, getting the sun, the vitamin D, my hair, it's getting my hair, my eyes, the dirt, the soil, the grounding, everything is just an intimate connection. And I was so utterly determined to climb this hill as proudly and as strongly as I could that I started, you start to get like kind of emotional as you're climbing up this mountain because you realize like you're doing something that like in a way was taken from you this experience and it's like I can sit here and I could acknowledge the benefits of of tap water all day and it's it's a gift that these men were able to do this but at the end of the day it's like I this experience is it's just gone like it doesn't exist for us anymore and and I'm climbing this mountain the sun is shining, the breeze, the trees, the stones, the birds, the music, the everything just lined up perfectly. And I realized that I want to do this for a very long time. I want to climb this mountain. I want to get stronger. I want to get leaner. I want to get faster. I want to build these leg muscles at the same time while purging my body of these of the poison that was put within it. And it just seemed like this beautiful cycle. It seems so necessary. I know it seems like I'm being dramatic and I know it seems kind of cheesy in a way, but it's one of those things where you just got to be there and experience it for yourself. What it feels like to collect your own water and to drink it, to earn it and to show real gratitude towards the earth and towards this spring, whatever your source is to sit there and look at it and be like, this is, this is purifying me. It's, it's empowering. It's, it's cleaning me. And on top of that, on top of it just firing up your cellular system because now you're drinking real water, like real hydration on a cellular level, not that tap water bullshit, but you're hydrating on a cellular level. You start to feel your your mind cognitively just reawakening. Ever since drinking the spring water, I felt more awake, more alive, more connected because I'm really tapping into something magical. And I can feel it in my muscular system, you know, my pumps are better. My skin looks healthier. My face, my brain doesn't feel as dry. It doesn't feel as like dehydrated. Your brain can get severely dehydrated very, very quickly. It's the first thing that gets dehydrated. And I'm at the top of the spring and I'm looking around and there's just so much life. There's so many birds, like it's these adorable little birds hopping around, coming up right next to my hand. And these lizards that come up to you and they stare at you in the face, literally. And the life and the, the rainbows and it's just life, like pure power up there. And it's just amazing how through consistency, this water has been able to create its own environment in this tiny spot. Like the trees are well fed and the birds are happy. And it's like a place of just solitude and a realization that this is where I want to get my water for now on. You know, not only for the physical test, but also the spiritual journey that it takes to get up this mountain. And the drive is like 30 minutes and listening to a podcast or, or music, some type of positive material. But health comes in steps. It comes in slight adjustments to your nutrition, your consumption, whether it's media or food or water or even mental shift. And people think that health comes overnight. They think it's just... 
you know, you, you snap your fingers and boom, I believe that I'm healthy. So I am healthy and it's true to a certain extent, but there are certain steps that you must take in order to fully optimize your health. And I would say that in my pillars of health, like if I had nine of them, I would put at the top guys, water, like by far water, not only because, you know, it's hydrating you. Okay. It's keeping you young. It's keeping you uh, healthy. It's keeping you moving. It's keeping you sharp, but you're ridding yourself of the chemicals that have been put in your water. I'll say it over and over again. You're ridding yourself of the chemicals that have been put in your water. Start doing research into this, guys. I'm not just bullshitting here. Start doing research into what is actually in your water and how to find natural sources around you. Maybe, truly, maybe you do not have natural sources around you. Maybe it's not far. Maybe it's, or maybe it's not close. Maybe it's very far. But maybe you could see that journey to that local spring if you use that website as like a spiritual journey, as a test, as like an initiation back into the natural world. Whatever you need to do to get you to that point where you have your own water buy it from a local source. There's tons of people who tap into spring water and they sell it to you, whether it's bottles or jugs or, or whatever. Just do it. Guys, make it happen. Make it happen. Um, but yeah, the climb back down the mountain was just such a relief. And when I got down that mountain, I put the jugs back in my car and I drove that 16 miles back home. I just felt like a severe sense of accomplishment and pride. And I'm, 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 fucking like rebelling against the system in a way because the more independent you become as a man or a woman when you could grow your own food when you could tap your own water sources when you have inherent knowledge of the land navigation when you're able to defend yourself when you have weapons when you're when you're lethal when you're fit when you're proud of who you are when you're completely and totally independent you're so incredibly powerful but Nonetheless, guys, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic Saturday. Look into natural water sources, and I hope you guys have a fantastic day. See ya.